Hello, and welcome to another episode of On the Continuum, a podcast that gets into the nitty-gritty in the world of money. I'm David Rath, Chief Investment Officer at Continuum Wealth Advisors, here to remind you that when it comes to your money, very few issues are black and white. Most things exist on a continuum. Over one-third of American workers do not feel confident about retirement. Hello and welcome to On the Continuum. My name is JT Cox, your host, along with our co-host, David Rath. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the the most recent results from an Employee Benefit Research Institute survey. This is EBRI, Employee Benefit Research Institute. They do a survey every year about retirement confidence of American workers and how they feel. Uh, Unfortunately, in 2023, uh, the confidence of American workers is the lowest it's been in years. So David and I are going to discuss why that is and some steps that you can take if you're not feeling confident about retirement. So David, let's dive in here. Um, Again, the results came out in 2023. uh, EBRI research survey says that over one third of American workers do not feel confident about retirement and specifically having enough money to live during retirement. So why do you think that is? Why do you think that level dropped? Off the top of my head, I think the biggest reason is one of two factors. It's either the prevalence of inflation that we've seen over the last 18 to 24 months. And as a result, the impact it's had on the stock market. So it's almost a double-edged sword where you're seeing people's uh, net worth decrease based on the stock market and bond market declining last year, and then things costing more with the rise of inflation that we've seen. Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, 2022 was a, a terrible year for investors, for workers, for for everybody, really. And you had this um, confluence of events that hadn't really happened before, where there was this major surge of inflation, but at the same time, the stock market dropped significantly, the bond market dropped significantly. And as a result, you know, people who had a net worth that was, you know, it, it dropped probably significantly. At the same time, the cost of goods, the cost of buying things, the cost of cars, the cost of housing increased significantly. So it's really a double-edged sword that folks went through. So it's no surprise to me that that survey came out. The results were what they were as far as the numbers dropping. And and when I compare that to the timeframe of 2022 and 2021, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with 2022, I guess. You know, at that time, the stock market was was kind of taken off and doing very well. Inflation wasn't really much of a concern. So when you juxtapose those two things against each other, you can see that 2023, at the start of it, a very difficult time for American workers and their confidence in retirement. So, you know, we can understand the results and, and why they are what they are. Um, some other deeper things I want to get into, you know, when it comes to retirement, you know, why, why do people feel less confident? Why don't people feel comfortable about it? Well, often we fear what we don't know. We fear the unknown. And when it comes to retirement, that's an unknown for everyone. There's a lot of people that just, they've never done it before. They don't know what to expect. And so there's two, when you're confronted with that, there's two actions that you can take. Number one, you can do nothing. You can ignore it. You can stick your head in the sand and hope it doesn't apply to you or just say, oh, it'll fix itself. Or you can take action. And in my own personal life, what I would say is anytime I've chosen option number one, that's never worked out very well for me. You know, the idea of, oh, it'll fix itself. It'll go away. 
uh, that, that doesn't make me feel better. It just kind of gets worse and gnaws at me worse and worse until eventually I have to take action. You know, so anytime I've actually been proactive and taken that action, I have felt better about it. Even if I didn't necessarily like the result that, that took place, at least I took the action. I felt confident taking control of that. And, and that got me on what I felt was a better path. And out of curiosity, I pulled up the, the survey to see how far the results went back. And just off the top of my head, it, it, it doesn't, the survey results didn't go back this far, but I would say the last time that we've experienced something like this was in the 1970s, where we saw inflation prevalent, we saw stock and bond market declines in the same year. And so in that period of time, I'm sure people were very unsure about what retirement looked like for them too. And there's a little bit of recency bias at play right here, uh, because we're going to take recent events and extrapolate them out into the future. That retirement for most people is going to be a long period of time, hopefully, right? 30 to 40 years. And so the next 30 to 40 years, we have no idea what that looks like. We can't assume that we're going to see the same stock market volatility that we saw last year, the same amount of inflation. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that. And so, as you mentioned, we have two options. We can either put our head in the sand, which is the ostrich strategy, or we can choose to take action on it. And we're going to go through some of those action points that we can take or that you can take with an advisor that can help lead you through those years as you approach retirement and then throughout your retirement years. Yeah. And, and I want to touch on that because you bring up a good point. You know, people take what just happens and then just assume that's what's going to happen in the, you know, for, into the future. Right. So, and I had clients tell me, well, JT, you don't understand if, if the stock market drops 20% every year for the next 10 years, I'm, you know, I'm going to have almost nothing left. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's math, but yeah. also what's the likelihood that that's actually going to happen? Could it happen? Anything is possible, right? We can never say never, but in, in throughout the history of the stock market, that's not what's typically happened. There's been a bad year, then it's come back. There's been a couple of bad years. Eventually, it's come back over time. That's historically what's happened with the stock market, and that's kind of what we're going to continue to do moving forward. Uh, the same thing. People say, if these inflation rates keep up and inflation is 10% every year, I'm not going to be able to afford things in 10 years. No, you won't. But Again, that's not how inflation works. It doesn't go up 10% and then continue to go up 10% every single year for the next 10, 20 years. Could it? Sure, but that'd be highly unlikely. So I like that point that you made that we can't just take the most recent events that happened and assume that's what's going to happen moving forward. But that's what we do as humans. It's, it's human nature. you know. So I do think you know the first step when we talk about taking action is trying to take a step back and getting some perspective what are realistic this is where i am right now right this is what's happened recently but this is what's happened in the more long term past what are what are realistic expectations for the next 1 3 5 10 30 40 years and and if we start to get some perspective i do think that helps if we you know and, and one of the ways i did that with folks is i say you know your account from 2000 2022 did drop by some dollar amount but where how do you compare that to what was the balance in 2020? And many folks would say, well, it's higher than it was in 2020. Okay, how was it compared to that? It was higher than it was in 2021 at the start of the year. So yes, it's down off its high, but it's still, you know, overall in the grand scheme of things, your net worth is still pretty significant compared to what it was. So I think that's a good thing. Um, again, getting that perspective and, and starting to take a step back is is really valuable, I think, for a lot of folks. And what are some 
more concrete things that people can do if they are feeling worried about how to approach if they're not in retirement yet? How do you how do you get yourself set up for your retirement years? How do you put your mind at ease with some of the things that have been going on because they are real issues. It's not like we're ignoring them. We want to meet them head on and take a pragmatic approach to it and see what we can do to make sure that you have success in your retirement years, given all of the current conditions. Yep. So there's a phrase I like, with great responsibility comes great power. And it's kind of a play on the old uh, phrase from Spider-Man, which was the flip side of that, with great power comes great responsibility. But I like the phrase this way, with great responsibility becomes great power. Because when we take the responsibility or the ownership on ourselves, that gives us power. That gives us power to take action. That gives us the power to, to take steps to put us in a, in a better position in the future. As opposed to just saying, everything's out of my hands. I'm just going to you know fly by night and see what happens. And wherever the tide takes me, that's where I'm going to go. So the first step is take responsibility. Take responsibility for your own retirement. And I think when it comes to retirees, the responsibility has never been on their shoulders more so than it is now. You know, pensions declining. They've been in a declining you know, pensions have been declining for years now. Um, so the the ability for Social Security to provide all the income that you're going to need in retirement is probably going to be difficult to do. So folks have to recognize that they have responsibility for their own retirement. And as soon as they accept that responsibility, that gives them the power to take action. So now specific steps that they can take. Number one, start to understand what do you have currently? You know, so many folks, when I ask them, you know, what do you have? I don't know. I think I have an account over here. I've got an old 401k somewhere over here. I'm never going to be able to retire. Well, let's take all this information and let's put it together and see what actually you have. And we have a software program, Asset Map, that we utilize for this. And I can't tell you how many times when I've done this for folks and I've put all their information in one place, they've kind of looked at me amazed, like, I never thought I had that much. You know, whether it was, you know, two spouses, each one has a 401k, maybe some other accounts and things like that. So start to look at what you have. Then start to look at what resources are going to be available to you. So not only what do you have as far as your own investments, your own bank accounts and things like that, but what resources are you going to have access to? Does anyone have access to a pension? Is there social security? Most likely there will be for most folks. What is that social security going to look like? Um, what other avenues are you going to have? What other resources are you going to have available to you? So start to gather your assets, your resources, get them into one place. Then from there, you can start to say, okay, based on this, now we can start to run projections. And I've always found that this is heartening for folks to see these projections because they start to see a path forward. And even if the projections show that they're going to be a little short, we can now start to take some action. Okay, client, if you continue on this path, you're going to be short of what you want. However, if we make this adjustment and increase your savings rate by this amount or increase the amount of time you work in retirement, or maybe get a a job in retirement that's going to provide some income. So now we can start to come up with solutions to address those shortfalls. Now, again, people are going to feel a lot more confident because they've taken ownership of it. They've, they've gathered their information, so they've wrapped their head around what they have, they've looked at the resources, and now they've come up with a plan and a strategy to move forward. And I, I think by doing that, folks are going to feel a lot more confident, a lot more comfortable when it comes to the idea of retirement. 
And this is step one, right? Is you organize everything, you run a projection, but it doesn't stop there because I think a common tendency for people, let's say that they ran a retirement projection and it says that they are 100% on track for their retirement years and they wipe their hands off and they say, okay, I'm good. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that because whenever I give a retirement projection to somebody, I say, I can 100% guarantee that this is not going to be correct because all of the assumptions that we made about the rate of return that you're going to get, the rate of inflation, how long you're going to live, all of that stuff is probably going to be wrong. In fact, I can almost guarantee it's going to be wrong. And so what we can do from that initial step one is continue to revisit those projections, see if anything's changed, see how your account's doing, see if there's, there's additional sources of income. So this is just the bare minimum to get started, but it's a, such an important step because I always like to say the first step is just to organize. Then we identify what we can do to fix those issues that might be occurring. And then we come up with some strategies to help to get you on track or to continue to stay on track if you already are. Yeah. And when it comes to those strategies, actionable strategies that, that you're actually going to utilize, that you're going to put into place, right? This isn't like, okay, client, what I need you to do is never take another vacation again, you know, drive a car till it's 30 years old and, you know, move into a, a, a guest house on your children's lawn. Like those aren't realistic strategies. We want to come up with actionable strategies that you can truly put into place. You know, some of these include we're going to increase the amount you're contributing into your 401k in order to take up, uh, take advantage of catch-up contributions once you reach the age of 50. That's an actionable item. You go online, you, you click the button, you set it, and then it's and then it's done. And now it's started to do that. So these are real real action items that you can take in order to you know make that difference. And I think that you know breaking out the actions that you need to take in, into those steps and make sure they're actionable steps. I think that's an important part of this because you want people to have takeaways. You don't want people to just run the projection, as you say, and then just walk away and say, okay, I ran a projection. It's done. I'm good. What what comes next? And let's make sure we do that. From my chair, an example of an action item that would not be recommended or not be something that we would typically talk to people about is take more risk in your investments take more risk to get a higher rate of return because that is on the path to destruction. If you start swinging for the fences just because you need to make up a shortfall in your retirement projection, chances are you're going to be taking undue risk, stuff that you're not comfortable with, and then you're going to be compounding the mistakes. So I would much rather focus on things like you said, the catch-up contributions. Maybe we do an auto escalation feature of you increase your contribution into your 401k by a percent per year. We talk about downsizing your house. That type of stuff is actionable that will have a major impact. If we get a higher rate of return, great. But that's not something where I want people to overstep their comfort just because they their plan or their, their plan shows that they're going to have a shortfall. Yeah. Understand the things that are inside your control, the things that are outside your control. Focus on the things that are inside your control versus those other things that are outside. I've had clients say to me, JT, I just need to make 12% a year in my investments. And as long as I do that, then I'll be okay. Client, that's <laughs> that's a very difficult thing to accomplish. And that same client is also the one who would call me up anytime the market dropped and said, how come my account's down? It's, you know, you're really, it's a recipe for disaster. You want to set yourself up with something that's realistic. 
and you focus on those things that you can control versus those outside things. If a client says, JT, I'm going to be fine as long as there's no inflation for the next 40 years, that's outside of our control, right? That's, that's not anything we can control. You know, I need the stock market to do this. We can't control that. We wish we could. Unfortunately, we're not there. And so focusing on those things that you can control and, and really zeroing in on those are good and really keeping the expectations realistic. You know, I just need to hit the lottery and then I'll be fine. Uh, not a great strategy. Could it be successful? Maybe, but not a great strategy that we want that's going to be sustainable and repeatable. Scratch off tickets. That's our ticket to financial freedom. <laughs> that's it. That's the backup. Scratch off tickets. And yeah. a shameless plug, a shameless plug for one of our, our other podcast episodes titled Focus on What You Can Control. We yep. delve into this topic in depth. And so that is a great compliment to this episode to see what are things that you can take to improve your your financial lot while at the same time blocking out those things that you can't control. Because if you turn your focus onto those things that you can, you're going to find ways to improve without having to worry about what the what some politicians are doing or what the global GDP is, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that applies to finance, that applies to health, that applies to anything, right? And when it comes to your personal health, there's things that you can control, what you eat, whether you exercise or not. There's things that are outside of your control, you know, hereditary issues, how, you know, what what the weather's like, whatever it might be, injuries, disease that pops up. But focus on what you can control. Don't get so tied up to those external things that applies to finance, personal health, and, and really so much of life. Um, and so we do have that podcast and that's a great note. I'll, I'll put that a link to that podcast in the in the show notes here so that if folks are interested in that, they can, uh, they can listen to that. And with that, I will also be in the future. Um, I'm working on a video now where I share that asset map that I talked about and just kind of walk through a sample uh, with a couple just so you see what, so folks can see what that looks like. Be on the lookout for that. That's something that will be coming uh, down the pipeline here. Perfect. Is there anything, are there any other steps that people can take to feel more comfortable with their projected retirement or if they're already in retirement to to, to dampen some of their, their fears that might have popped up in the last year or two? If you're not feeling confident, if you're feeling uncomfortable and you're open to it, talk to a professional. You know, it's our job to try and provide that comfort. That's one of the things when I interviewed Tim Smith, he said, we want to provide comfort to our clients. And one of the ways we do that is we do educate them. We, we kind of, we talk to them about that scenario. So sit down and talk to a professional, you know, get someone to help you with this that can lay these things out, get them in one place, run those projections. If you feel comfortable doing this yourself with your spouse, go ahead and do that. You know, there's financial planning tools out there. You can access stuff online. So if you feel comfortable doing this yourself, absolutely have at it. But I, I know a lot of folks who, you know, they worked in a different career. They don't know this career and, and this is different. And not only is this different, but when it comes to financial planning, this is different than like picking a stock or picking a bond. People say like, oh, I'm interested in picking stocks sometimes. And that's great. All, you know, I'm all for that. Um, but this is different. This is financial planning. This is creating a plan so that you and your spouse, if you're married, feel confident and comfortable moving forward. So I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of both spouses being on board when, when applicable. Um, sometimes when it comes to a relationship, one spouse drives the bus in one arena, the other spouse drives the bus in the other arena. 
you know, in my family with my wife, she basically had to get a calendar and get me to just go into the calendar. So I knew where to go every day. (laughs) That's what she does. My wife, Julie, you know, I do more of the finance stuff. That's what I do. But when it comes to coming up with a financial plan, we both need to be on board and we both need to have an idea of what that entails. So get your, get your spouse on board, sit down with someone, start the process of really going through and looking at what do we have and what are some steps that we can take. And I guarantee if you start to take these steps, you're going to feel better because you know you're actually taking action. You're doing something. And there's, there's a relief that comes with that. So please do not hesitate. And if you want some professional help, we are here for you. And if folks want to get in touch with us, David, what's the best way for them to do that? You can find us on our website. It's contwealth.com. That's C-O-N-T wealth.com. Or you can give us a call at 518-583-4050. Yep. And also, if you just want more information, we do these podcasts, these videos. Uh, every week we're releasing these. So to check these out. I mean, th- this is what they're here for is to provide you with education. And sometimes education helps people feel more comfortable. So just take a look at the library of this content that we have. Maybe things apply to you that you can listen to. The ones that Dave mentioned earlier about focusing on what you can control, things like that. And uh, we also talked about the buckets of money. That's big for retirees. That's another one. So there's a lot of content out there. You know, educate yourself, try and feel more comfortable. And, and if you get to the point, reach out to us and let us help you. Anything Absolutely. else? Anything else on that end, David? No, I think this is a good starting point. As you mentioned, there <clears throat> there's some other podcasts and other videos that we've done that touch on some of the topics that we've brought up today. And I would highly recommend checking out that on our website. We also just added a section for age-based planning. So if you find yourself in a certain age cohort, you can find the the content that we've produced that's relevant to your demographic. And you might find things that you weren't even considering, but other people that are your age, that are in your similar stage of life are going through a lot of the same things. And we've catered that type of content to the people in different demographics. Absolutely. I think that's a great resource for folks. I'm glad that you brought that up. And, uh, you know, we've tried to please compartmentalize that to the people that's going to be relevant to you. So please feel free to take advantage only. of that. So Nothing with that, folks, we hope you've gotten something, taken something out of this. If you'd like a review and, uh, David, of your personal you so financial your situation, time with this. please and, uh, contact us at contwealth.com. And if you want to help feel more confident when it comes to retirement, please feel free to reach out. So with that, thanks and take care.